0: Here's where it gets a little bit more complicated. No crunches, no sit-ups.
1: I need to warm up. Everything will be okay once the sun comes up. I might not be enjoying it at this mm. point in time, but the highs are always bigger than the lows. I would just trial and error, as simple as that. I found it a really powerful analogy. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, we would hear that problem. Our times don't mean anything. And then I ran out of the aid station having to get the ice out. I promised that we'd go to the pub. And so <laughs> I ran the last nice 4K. Solid good time. time. But when you start to kind of unpack the, all the practical nuances of that, it actually becomes a lot more challenging that's
0: always the trickiest question to answer i'll be
1: honest so physically yeah i was pretty broken we're just recording into a tin cup <laughs> this is your local <laughs> neighborhood
0: <laughs> podcast. Yes. hi and welcome to tales from the mid i'm your host rebecca hunt i'll be bringing you stories from everyday runners experts and some race recaps today we have jen ritosa who has recently completed the lara pinta stage race up in the northern territory uh, welcome, Jen. Thank you. Welcome. Well, thank, thank you for having me. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this is actually my, my dream event, this one. Um, I have watched the 2016, that's my favorite one, Primo video like oh. a gazillion times. Uh, so today I get to live vicariously through you. Um,
1: <laughs> I have to say that probably means you're more prepared than I was. Oh, no. no. <laughs> <yes>. So <Sorry. laughs> Oh, that's funny.
0: Um, I did have a moment at looking at the your time on one of the stages going, out mm. this yeah so we'll get to that um now usually for a podcast I have done a lot of prep and planned it all this is not the case today life and work has certainly gotten the way so whether that's a good or a bad thing we're, we're going to find out um and we can skip the getting to know you because uh you've been on the podcast before so you and I helped Jen prepare for her first ultra yep. and you were in the post-hubert. Two parter where we heard all about your first hundred miler, yeah. and I'll link those in the show notes as always. Um, so we'll go straight into Lara Pinta, but really before Lara Pinta, you went and had a, a holiday, like a week's holiday up there.
1: I did, I did, which was great. Yeah. So I travelled with my family, yeah. so um, with my husband, and I've got three boys, but two yeah. of my boys, one's at Union Sydney, so he yeah. wasn't able to come, but. Um, James, who's 18, and Williams, who's 22, came. And so we, um, it was great, actually. So we went out to Uluru and Kings Canyon and, you know, lots of walking yeah. and hiking. We did all the cool
0: things, like Glen, Helen, Ormiston Gorge. We did, went swimming yeah. in the gorges,
1: oh. ran really? around the rock. Yeah, twice. Um, Yep, twice. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, a highlight was actually Kings Canyon. I say, mm-hmm. if you go to Kings Canyon, make sure you do the rim walk and go up into the canyon. It was one of the most awesome things i've seen i have to say yeah. sort of up there with kind of okay. grand canyon just in, oh wow you know not as big but but just incredible and the yeah. rock formations were and um, for something that is natural were just amazing okay. you know, very kind of star wars sort of landscape it was yeah. very cool so yeah awesome. So, I hadn't done quite as much running as I would have liked going into the event. Oh, really? I'd also been hiking in Tassie, so I hiked the Overland Track with friends, which was a oh, 6 Oh, yeah, you hike. did that epic, yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> I had had lots of time on legs, but not very much running. So, I did go into it actually feeling really underdone.
0: Oh wow! Um, but because your amount of K like, from my perspective, is phenomenal. What did you hit the other day? And it was the two, same date. You hit oh, I like, two thousand for the year. Yeah,
1: two thousand K for the year. Yeah. So, I should be able to get over four.
0: If all goes well. Yeah, I'm going to hit a thousand soon. So, yeah, <laughs> so well yeah done. totally. Yeah. yeah, you're very well prepared from my perspective. But yes. Um, with that, did you, was that a planned kind of acclimation and recce? Slash holiday or mm-hmm. was it purely just a holiday? It was a whole lot of luck, actually. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so we'd planned a holiday in out to Uluru and King's Canyon last year. And yep. then NT I think it was July, July yeah. school holidays, and then NT went into a snap lockdown. Fact. I think they had, you know, one case in, in Darwin. And Alice Springs was also in a, a lockdown. So yeah. we we could have gone. We actually debated about going. In fact yeah. Martin and I were really happy to go. And if we got stuck there, we got stuck there. The issue was going to be getting back. Yep. Into SA, so yep. um, but the kids were not so happy with the idea of you know, being stuck at home for two weeks with mum and dad. Yep. So, um, so we did go. So this was our deferred family holiday. Yep. And then when we were looking at timing, I saw that the April school holidays and um, fitted in really nicely with run Lara Pinter And actually, it it wasn't really a dream event for me. I hadn't yep. I'd, I'd heard about it from a few people and. Um, then did a little bit of exploring and Ina Shapiro had run it and I messaged her and said, oh, you know, what do you think? Could I do this? And she was like, oh, it's the best event I've ever done. So you've <laughs> got to do it. So yeah. then essentially we organised a whole day around the, around the run. So that it's worked different. out very nicely. Because
0: that was a deferred 2021 version of the event. It mm-hmm. was. So, so I they held two in the one... Yeah, is that what yeah, they've done?
1: what they did was um oh god now you've got me so last year i think there was meant to be two so oh, yeah, there was yeah. going to be one in april and one in august and i had actually thought about going back so the first time i thought about it was actually august last year and i looked at entering and then i could see that you know it was all just really touch and go with borders so i didn't end up entering and then they cancelled it yeah so the august 2021 event became the april 2022 event yeah and there is still going to be an August 2022. Yep. So the course that I ran was actually an alternate course, so the regular course, you have two nights in Isla Springs and you have two nights where you camp at Glen Helen, which yep. is out along the Larapinta Trail, um, and there's a campsite there, I think there's cabins as well, yep. and there's a gorge. It, it, we went through there, not on the run, but on the bottom, yep, yep, yep. it looked beautiful. Um, but that's actually closed at the moment, and I think it was a COVID-induced closure, but okay. the site has also been bought by Discovery Parks, and they're upgrading it, so okay. it's not ready yet. So the intention is for the August one to go through there. So we had runs every day, but we were based in Alice Springs. right? Yep. So we were bust out every day, yep. and that actually worked really nicely, so you had a hotel that you stayed in, yep. my family was there for two nights, and then they left. Um, and, uh, and it was nice because you had a shower and a, you know, a warm bed every night yeah, so that yeah. was really handy actually <laughs> it worked quite well for me
0: <laughs> yeah, yep. that does sound really good so just uh, quite a serious topic a few weeks before Lara Pintas so early April um, just how dangerous this event could potentially be was really highlighted because of that mm. the man in the early 20s who, who um, got heat stress and died out there and then within a week, around him, there were two other groups where they needed, um, yeah, urgent assistance as well. And so, like it's you're supported, you are bussed out. There's you know your place where you stay at night. But, um, and I've just watched, uh, and I'll link this in the show notes too because they've very nicely put it on YouTube for free. Lucy Bartholomew's documentary, yes. about her doing the whole Arapinta Trail, and that and you know what happened yeah. in April really does highlight. <laughs> mm how dangerous
1: being out there can be so what were some of the safety considerations in this event safety wise we um yeah i mean you're right that was that was really concerning and it's a warm time of year as well because i think it was 33
0: point i forget
1: the, the day that um tragedy happened which is hot but you know it is hot and i and i think um i mean you're right you're very isolated as well and so there's uh there's no mobile phone range So, you are, you know, it's really just you and all your safety gear. And they do cap the event at 200 runners. So, there's two distances for the event. So, there's a a shorter course and a longer course. So, um, it's not necessarily 100 in each event, um, but you are out there with, you know, not that many people. Because um, my course, we covered, I think, 130K over the four days. Yeah. Um, 21K of it was in Alice Springs, but the rest of it, you are out and you're remote. So in terms of safety, um, you know, I get a real shout out, I think for Rapid Ascent who run the event, Um, small group, so, um, and and Sam, Annie and John were the, um, the, and their team essentially run it and they take safety really seriously. So before each stage, you, you have to have a, there's mandatory amounts of water. And how much was it? So that? it was either two or three liters, depending on yeah. the stage, and you yeah. had to start with that, and you had to leave the aid stations with it as well. Yeah. So that was actually quite a lot, like three liters of water. It's heavy. It's <laughs> is, is heavy, and uh, and you know whether you want to do it as bottles or whether you want to do it as a you know a pack in your back, it's um it's a fair bit of water to yeah. carry, and I wasn't used to that, so that's probably one thing. Um, and then we also had to carry gosh, now you now you're um. It was heat but it was also, you know, you could get stuck out there and get cold because it's cool yeah. overnight. So we had the usual, you know, thermal top. Yeah. Um oh, I don't there wasn't thermal pants, I don't think, but thermal top, a jacket, a wind jacket, yeah. um, you had to have, you know, your safety blanket, um, you know, your whistle <laughs> um, for all that's worth. But sort of mainly water was the um yeah. was the main the main safety aspect um and they they were really you know you'd, you'd start off and at each checkpoint they were checking people through and they were you know making sure that if anybody dropped out they knew that they dropped out which i'm yeah. sure they do in every race but you could tell yeah. that they were really just on really it. Onto yeah. It. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah and what was
0: navigation like i hear conflicting what some people go oh yeah it's easy just follow this little science and other people are, oh god it's really difficult. <laughs>
1: um do you know it was i would say it was fine yep. actually i did use i use guru maps so i'm a, bit yep. a fan of that so i did have the map on my phone and i certainly had to pull it out quite you know i pull it out regularly because i didn't want to go off course yep. there was one day i think it was day three where um i was running with uh with this guy and we were just running along the track and before we knew it, we were in that we just went straight ahead and we ended up in a creek bed and then I I thought this just feels a bit weird. Pulled yeah. out my phone and sure enough, we were off course. Yeah. Not by all that much, but it's very easy to do. Yeah. Um, there's little blue triangular markers that mark the Lara Pinta trails. Yeah. Always nice to see those. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but um, and they marked it as well. So they had okay. they used ribbon and it was really well marked. In fact, sort of interesting story about how they mark it is that I think John yeah. would go out and he'd go out at four in the morning of oh, wow. course on the day so to make sure no one had ripped yeah, it off make sure that no one rips anything off wow. which it, it, it's a shared path with walkers i didn't see very many at all yeah. um there, you know not too many out there but um, it was very well marked so mm. i think if you got lost you, you know you probably weren't paying attention okay <laughs> 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 which can be easy
0: to do absolutely if you're exhausted and you're yeah. in a cave or if you're distracted yeah, by, by the view or anything like that yep. Um, so what was the weather like in the end on your runs?
1: It was each, so, so, four, so days you got four days, days. days. Yep. so Friday, so the Friday night run yep. and then there was Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Mm-hmm. So Friday night we started at about 5.30 and that was hot. Yep. So I had at least had a week. Of warm, but yeah. it would have been close to thirty degrees. It's I
0: funny because our South Aussies think, know, yeah, end of April. Oh, it's going to be lovely and cool. Like, yeah. <laughs> no. Well, although
1: that was one of the reasons why I wanted to do the April event. Mm. I think you know August would be would be fun because Mm. you'd be staying out at Glen Helen and it is the original course and and I guess there's a certain you know it's nice to do that event rather than the alternate event but I thought I knew that I did I run better when if I if I run in the heat I'm better if I'm used to the heat so I just thought August would be really hard for me having run through the cold months so that was that worked out really nicely um but yeah Friday night was hot Um, so we we started in the light and then ran through sunset and into the dark So I think that took me about two and a half hours, that run, and that was warm, and it was still warm at the finish. The other mornings, we started early, so anywhere between about 6.30 and 7.30, and it was cool. I mean, I would have short sleeves and gloves, and then the gloves would go away fairly quickly. Depending on how long you take, it might be 30 degrees when you're finished. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And very exposed, you know, yep. not a lot of tree cover. The track goes up and down, and it goes over. I swear, every rock that there is, <laughs> they take the track over the rock. And right. I did say to someone, "You know, I'm sure if a woman had designed this course, it we, we would have gone round all these rocks, but no, we went over every single one of them."
0: Yeah. So. So, uh, yeah. what was, um, was sun exposure an issue then out there?
1: It I I was really worried that it would be, and I bought myself a legionnaire's hat, which yeah. was a you know very sort of ugly running hat. Yeah. and uh, I wore that the how that Saturday, Sunday, and then by Monday I actually decided that it was okay, and I yeah. just wore my regular sun visor, which I feel a lot more comfortable in. Yeah, uh, but I was concerned about the back of my neck, and um, I did I did have sunblock every day and reapplied it at the aid stations.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I figured there wouldn't be many big established trees out there. It's probably no. all the little mallee and little scrub and little scrub. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. um, I think you, you mentioned before that you didn't have reception, so I assume you didn't have a satellite phone. I did not. You no. have
1: the option to carry a tracker, so you could hire a tracker from them if you wanted to. Mm. But I've carried one of those before in the Hubert events, and they're big and i you know i figured three liters of water everything else that i'm carrying that's enough yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So. and i, I guess was never by myself actually so or if i was by myself there was someone that i could see you know up in the distance or someone behind so i didn't have long periods where i couldn't see anyone else yeah 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 it'd
0: be very different if you're on your own hiking it versus being in it an organized be. event like this yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, what about dust i've seen a lot of like it's kind of classic outback red oh yeah you know and I thought, that's very pretty but when it comes to the practicality what's the
1: dust like outback? oh God, there's so much dust <laughs> not an issue breathing it okay. like that didn't bother me at all but you yeah. get to the end of the day and everything is red yeah so you know it doesn't <laughs> matter what color your shoes wear. they're red your yeah. socks are red your legs are red kind of up to the knee yeah, yeah. lots of dust lots and lots of dust
0: yeah um so i guess let's go through the stages so you've said already so the first one i was evening it's a half marathon basically was it pretty flat or (laughs) did you actually kind of go out into some hills from Alice Springs you do interesting that you ask because the guidebook
1: (laughs) says Friday night easy yes okay that's Mm -hmm. how they rate it and then they said Saturday hard I think Sunday was hard or medium and Monday was medium okay so I thought easy half marathon you know I've got this I do this you know twice a week yeah easy and start off at the Botanic gardens and it was hot there yeah. so right I, I could walk from the hotel to the start line it was about 1k chatted to a couple of people on the way and it's nice you've got all these people you know kind of coming out of their various you know accommodation and we're all walking to the same place most nice. of us don't know anyone else so yeah. it was it was kind of the you know get to know everyone or get yeah. to know a couple of people um, started off i of course thought you know go slow I didn't um, and you start off and it's yeah. um, it's gravel but then you go through these drains and there, it's funny because you're running along and it's gravel and then there's a really short sharp concrete descent and yeah. then up again on the other oh, side yeah. and I think the first one <laughs> the gravel kind of hit my shoes oh, wow. and I nearly crashed onto my bottom yeah I thought okay I got a little bit easier here um, so you do that for a few k and then you hit mountain bike tracks so it's that curved um you know that sort of curved narrow single track so i found that quite hard i hadn't done much in the dark running because of course in summer most of the time it's light It doesn't matter when you run Um, so i had my head torch and i really should have done a bit of night running practice yeah and there were quite a few rocks and so it was a you know it was a fun 21k but i would not call that easy no and i got to the end i thought wow this is easy what am i in for tomorrow yeah yeah so (laughs) so basically finished that the plan had been to go back to the hotel, have a shower, then go and have dinner and in the end we just went into town. Well you're in town, you know. Yeah. yeah. You go out to the old telegraph station, sorry, I should have said that, which is a beautiful yeah. place to finish. And we walked out there on, on our sort of holiday bit yeah. and seen it. So um, a bit of a shout out for there if you go out yeah. there as a tourist, it's definitely worth the visit. Really interesting history about the old um the old telegraph line that connected um in fact it was it went um of the seat but um, connected, you know, Darwin right down to Adelaide. Oh wow! So yeah. yeah, and the and the signal was repeated at various points along the way to get the strength of the yeah. the phone signal. So um so anyway we um yeah had dinner and then um then yeah went to bed and it was an early start the next day. Yeah. I think I had to get up at about four thirty the next day. Yeah. Yeah. So the next day
0: was a marathon. It was. So that's Simpsons gap to stanley chasm yep um now it was yeah an, a marathon and you are a very fast runner uh-huh. and it took you eight uh-huh. hours 11 minutes and when i saw that i went ow yeah. that was the one i went ow about and the oh. time uh, the elevation was almost uh, one thousand three hundred in that marathon
1: yeah
0: and i swear I felt like twice that yeah <laughs> yeah uh i did see a, a comment uh today was tough (laughs) i struggled to get any momentum from the start but i teamed up with some great people and ran the whole way together
1: yeah so yeah tell us about some of your marathon adventures um so i'd (laughs) have to say that was my worst day and that was my best day and and for totally different reasons so i just couldn't get going sort of right you know right from the get-go it was just a bad run for me so i would not use my time as any kind of you know benchmark probably for anybody the winners did it in about five hours all the winning males um and uh look essentially it was just there had been flooding in alice springs in january and uh, apparently according to the race organizers race times were actually about half an hour slower per stage than they had been in previous years but what it meant was that there was a lot of grass so on track that is normally rocky, you also yeah. have knee-high grass. So you're oh, right. literally running a lot of single track and, and there's knee-high grass. You can't see what's in it. So right. you might run three metres and then there's a rock that's the size of a soccer ball. Yeah. And then you run another three metres and there's another rock. And some people are really good at just you know, bouncing over all of that. Yeah. And anyone who's run with me knows that I fall over <laughs> a lot. And I usually hurt myself when I do. <laughs> so I just, just couldn't get going. So, yeah. you know, whenever there was a, a more open stretch, I would try to run, but I, I just wasn't stringing any sort of decent yeah. running together. So, so I you would, just had
0: like this paranoia that you're going to roll an ankle or something like that. Like you just can't yeah. see what's coming.
1: Yeah. I was yeah. sure I was going to break something yeah. in this thing. So it was a miracle. <laughs> I didn't even fall over in the four days, which is yeah. incredible. Uh, but yeah, I really didn't want to break something particularly yeah. on day two. No. So And would you have been afraid of snakes as well? probably should have been yeah. but no not really <laughs> I <had> snake <laughs> bandages in the back <laughs> yeah. um, uh, there would have been snakes I oh, yeah. other people saw them I didn't actually see any okay. I don't think um, I saw other people's videos of them yeah um, but yeah I just it, look, it was really overgrown it was really rocky and I just sort of couldn't really get going after a couple of K's I was I was running with this woman called Lizzie from Melbourne and you know, when you're running with someone, you don't actually know whether you're going to be with them for 10 minutes or no. whether you're going to be with them all day. No. So I said to her, hey, you know, we could be together all day. Yeah, ha ha. <laughs> um, I'm Jenny. And she said, oh, I'm Lizzie. And anyway, we did run together all day. Yeah. And, uh, and probably her and then... So we, we were together for... I mean, all the grassy stuff for about half of it. And then you do a lot of creek bed running. And at that point, there were three other people that were running together. And we... Um, and in fact, I think at about 28k, you go up as well. So yeah. there's a quick bed running, then at the 28k, you go up. And it was in between the quick bed running and the and the elevation that we teamed up with them. And they were a, two women from Brisbane who were travelling together and running yep. together, and a guy from Brisbane who they didn't know, but they'd teamed up. So yep. the five of us ended up running together, and we stayed together for the rest of the event. Yep. And it was very much, oh, let's stick together and get through this together. Yep. And I think that's why it was the best
0: day I saw a it? lot of group photos
1: yeah. from this one and they yeah it, it fabulous and we yeah. actually hit we we agreed that we would cross the finish line together oh. so there's an awesome picture of us yeah. and we're all holding hands and just sort of the sense of achievement and that sense of community and, and I have to say for me that was very much about the journey and um, mm. I really wanted that day to end I didn't enjoy <laughs> it at all but I loved meeting these people and then yeah. they became like my people they were my friends because yeah. you, you, you're back at the hotel a lot of people stay at the same hotel oh, yeah, yeah. so you might hang out in the afternoon if you finish early enough or you might hang out over dinner and and that was really nice so we would then catch up yeah. you know, each evening yeah. so um, I will be forever grateful to those four people who were yeah. you know strangers beforehand yeah yeah that sounds really special uh then the
0: next day stage three uh birthday waterhole track to stanley 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 chasm chasm, yep uh and about that one you said i loved this stage was tough but so much more enjoyable now this one was about 33k five and a half hours and it was uh
1: 868 meters yeah. of elevation. This so stage. not that different, really. So mm-hmm. that similar sort of elevation. Um, just, you know, woke up, had a much better day. So yep. we started on a track that was actually 11K of um, four-wheel drive track. Yep. So it was it was just sand basically um which is sort of awful running but Mm. it was really refreshing that I knew I wasn't going to fall over or if I did fall over I was going to hurt myself or break something (laughs) so probably what I should have said about stage two the day before that I didn't say was just the, the climbing and the hills and and you climb up and it's not it's not well for me it wasn't really runnable you know it's tough you are clambering up rocks and then you run along ridges for what feels like kilometers and you go down and then you sort of go up again and and the rock is just ever present yeah it's um little rocks and i wish i knew the different types of rocks but it's that sort of horizontal you get um Sorry, I should say parallel, not horizontal. I mean, it's nearly... It's kind of at an angle, 45 degrees yeah, out of yeah. the ground. And you've got these sort of shards of rocks, so yeah. maybe an inch thick, and you've got almost like tiles that are piled up next yeah. to each other um, and really hard to run over. And that, that's where is it's that, quite hard to see track. Are they too smooth or because yes. of the sort of angle? Or? Well, the top of them isn't smooth, but the yeah. side of them is smooth. Yes. Yeah. 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 So they're just you know there's nowhere to, to yeah. really get a decent um you know you're t- constantly i guess bouncing between them trying to yeah. find a path so um so that was again that just slows you down yeah um, there was more of that on day three but we had that 11k of sand which i actually quite enjoyed yeah. that was when the daniel um and i got briefly um slightly off course yeah in the creek <laughs> um, but that just adds to the adventure i guess <laughs> Yes. And I think that day there was only one aid station. Um, the other thing about the aid stations is at times they had to hike in. Okay. So you were using the water tanks that were there for the hikers. Okay. Um, you They couldn't guarantee that the water was necessarily clean. So I was going to had... say, and they can't even guarantee there will actually be water there. Oh, they knew there was water there. Okay. Because they, they I've actually fill heard those of people tanks.
0: hiking where they've gotten somewhere and the oh. tanks were empty. Oh, that wouldn't be good. No, it wasn't good. <laughs> yeah,
1: okay. They knew there was water in the tank, okay, so I think they, okay. they, I guess they communicated with the rangers, I But suppose. just
0: quality was another question.
1: It was, but in the end, um, I just drank it. They had chlorine <laughs> tablets, and I thought that would just be so disgusting, yeah. and, you know, I was fine, so, okay. and and that's tended to be what people were doing, so, yeah. um, I mean, it wasn't open, you know, they were closed tanks, and it was yeah. meant to be fine, they just didn't know, so, yeah. Pretty sure there was only one aid station that day. Um, okay, so and again lots of aid fields.
0: stations are fairly few and far between. Few so far very 20. self-supported. Yep, no yeah. drop
1: bags. So yeah. um, in fact I I could sort of realize that quite late again might <laughs> my lack of preparedness. I actually went to the pre-race briefing on the Friday afternoon and I'd gone through that little booklet that they give you, and I thought, oh, doesn't say anything about drop bags here. Yeah. And then I realised that there's no drop bags. Yeah. Everything that you want to eat. You have to carry with you. yeah So there's water out on the track, they supply fruitcake and they supply cool. um, you know, sometimes lollies and then like oranges or watermelon. Yep. But often they're carrying it in because they go through um, a couple of the aid stations they had to go through private land to access the trail. Yeah. And the gates, they'd been told the gates were going to be locked and that they weren't allowed to drive through them. So wow. that was a bit yeah, so that was really tough for the race organisers. But um Views were amazing, you know, day three, I think, you know, why did I love it so much? The running was better, the views were incredible. Yeah. Um, just, oh, you know, the climbing up and down is tough, but, you know, taking time to just you know, look at what, you know, the, the landscape is so different from yeah. here, and the rocks are tough, but they're different from here. Yeah. And, um, and that was just amazing. And it does feel it feels like a privilege to run on the trail and i'm i'm not it's really hard to kind of say why i think but it um it feels really special and it feels like there is this piece of really isolated land that that people have lived on obviously for thousands of years and that they're sharing it with us and i think it is a real privilege to be able to run on it and i really felt that on that day and i um yeah i i I'm not sure why, particularly on that day, but I did. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Loved it. Yeah. And were you sharing that day with other people again? I
1: actually wasn't. You had had a solo run that day? day. Yeah. Yeah, So I looked out. um, I did look out for my friends at the start. Unfortunately, Lizzie, I did see Lizzie. Mm. She started and then she pulled out at the first aid station. So I'd actually um, kind of lost her. You know how you're just running along and someone's there and then they're not there and you don't know what's (laughs) happened to them. Uh, so she actually pulled out and then managed to run day four, but she did the short course on yeah, day four. Yeah. So she wasn't feeling great after um, after day two either. Yeah. So it probably wasn't just me. I thought <laughs> I was holding her back, but, but yeah. I guess it was mutual. <laughs> yeah. and, um, but then my son, William, who had run the Saturday stage, um, and there's a little bit of a story in there as well, okay. but he ran out to meet me on Sunday. Yeah. So with 5K to go, I climbed up this enormous hill and about part way up, there he is. And he's like, and it was so exciting to see yeah. him. He said, oh, I'm going to run the last 5K with you. You know, it's really, really runnable, Mum. You'll be fine. And he said, oh, by the way, yeah. there's a cameraman at the top of the hill. Oh. <laughs> so I thought, right, okay, I'm going to pretend I'm running. And she said to the guy, I said, I'm, gonna, I, I'm smiling. It's like, oh, does this look like I'm running? And it actually does. The photo looks like yeah. I'm running. I'm just hiking up the yeah. hill. <laughs> um, and then we ran in. It wasn't quite as runnable for me as it was for William, but yeah. um, but it was good. Yeah. So that was, um, that was really nice to have him running with me. And then... Um, like the rest of my family was there at the finish. Yeah, so yeah. they'd pop up on a rock nearby and be calling out to me. So that was really nice. That is cool. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and stage four, um, that is, That's where, was, where Pits. am I looking? Yeah, Oak yeah, Pits so. to Ellery Creek Big, big Hole. Yeah. Um, and and look at there There was is that, a big pond. Like yeah. it's
1: massive, like a, a, um, a gorge, I guess, that you yeah. can swim in. Oh, yeah. great.
0: Yep. So you've measured 34 and a half yep. on your okay, uh, 990 metres, so a little a bit more elevation, yep. and this one took five hours, uh, 48, so it's about the same, just more yeah. elevation. Um, yeah. And you said, it's the hardest event I've done, <laughs> uh-huh. yep. and that you were way out of your comfort zone but it was awesome, and he was saying to someone they should
1: put it on their bucket list. Yeah, uh, yeah, Yeah, totally. So, tell us so, about day four. It was good. So day four, um, more hills. Mm-hmm. I did run early on with um, with a guy that I sort of met briefly on Saturday when I was feeling okay. So I think I probably ran with him for about 20 minutes, and then, <laughs> and then you know he took off and I didn't see him. So ran for a couple of hours with another guy, um, and he, it was nice. It's always interesting hearing about what people do because he mm. he sold, you know, um, ball bearings, but like massive ones okay. to the mining industry, like right. just like enormous ones. I had this conversation about yeah. about that. So that was interesting. <laughs> Some big climbs. I felt good. I was climbing really well on that day. Um, yeah. The, you know, you're tired, but it was okay that that sort of day you Know running day after day wasn't as tough as I thought it was. Um, again, you know, sort of beautiful views. Um, a lot of that I was by myself as well. There were hills, but they were a little bit smaller on that day, so it was nice. You'd be running along, and then I'd, I'd see people in the distance, yeah. And I think, okay, yeah, you know, I think I can catch you. And some yep. of them are running the short course as well, yeah. And, um, so it's not like I was catching necessarily. Lots yeah. of people were doing <laughs> the same distance as me, and there was a group of women who'd all dressed the same. So okay. like the pink ladies, they were in their pink tops and their pink hats, and, and that's always fun when you pass a group because they're always having a good time. You know, I think yeah. they were just hiking. They were short course runners who'd started earlier, and. Um, again you know but just lots of lots of rock again that day i do remember climbing you know really pulling myself up with my hands yeah um up up sort of smaller ascents um i think that's the day that i did say to someone you know it would have been far more sensible just to go around yeah of rocks, but no <laughs> yeah. we're going over the top um and i know with about 11k to go i remember coming across a sign that i took a photograph of and it did actually say it was sort of you know lower up into trail and thinking yeah Yeah. you know i did check my phone there because there was a there was a fork in the road or in the path and i did not want to go the wrong way and uh then i sort of ran it out and and again that was that was a bit nicer running so there were rocks but it wasn't as rocky on the fourth day a lot of the trail was um i guess more like we have here where you just know it's got the old rock that's kind of popping out of it trying to trip you over but for the most part pretty good yeah and then the finish was just amazing so you're (laughs) running through so i've gone you know you've gone up and down and then you've got this sort of last about 10k of kind of undulating but not so hilly trail and saw some people there and saw a few hikers that day too had a few conversations with some hikers um did come across some other hikers who didn't say hello and someone commented at the end that they thought those hikers we were like the mountain bike riders of the trail you know they obviously just didn't like sharing the trail with brothers Sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so I guess they were out walking. They weren't, weren't too happy with all the runners, but again, it's not actually that many. No. Uh, so uh, ran in and then essentially you come off the trail and then you do a whole lot of, again, you're back to that that grass and went through this enormously wide creek bed that was dry. Yeah. And I'm running across it and there was little arrows and, you know, you know you're nearly there, but you can't see it. Yeah. And then ran through that sand and at that point I started to feel really? emotional, oh. and uh, and I'm not normally someone who cries at the end of events, but I um, felt quite emotional, I'm running through this sand, and then I spotted it, and you see the water and the rocks, and you've got little tents up, and you can yeah. hear people, and then everyone starts cheering, oh. <laughs> and, and you run for, you know, it felt like a sprint, line, you know, I think my pace is not particularly fast, but it felt like I was flying, and you run along this paved path, and that was lovely. As well, yeah, just yeah. after so much rock. So, we're on this paved path, and then you do a sort of a sharp U turn, come through the finish line. They're lovely, they hold up the ribbon for every single oh, person that wow. crosses the line. So, <laughs> it's like you are, the, you are first. <laughs> and literally, you cross the line, and they hand you a, a Larapinta mug, yep. and it's got a can of Coke in it. <laughs> so you get a can of coke after every stage that's yeah. what they do yeah. um, but you get that and that is your that is your winner's um, your sorry your finishers okay. medal yeah, I guess yeah, yeah. Um, which was really good yeah. and then they have it all set up with you know food and drink
0: and, yeah Did people swim in the
1: watering hole people do lots yeah. of us just stood yeah. so you know people just kind of strip off you know yeah, you've people. had four days together yeah. and uh, <laughs> you, um, you stand I think I stood sort of up to my hips it was yeah. cold um, yep, yeah. some people went swimming Yeah. And they had floaty like flamingos that you could go out on. <laughs> it was really good. Oh, um, I didn't have any money. You could buy burgers. Um, one of the, like, I think it was the local Lions club was mm-hmm. out there, um, you know, making burgers. And yep. I didn't think to pack any money. Yeah. And and it was, I think I had my credit card, but it was cash only. Yeah, yeah. And this guy who I didn't even know, is like, oh, you haven't got any money. And I'm like, just gave me $10. And it's like, just, just go buy Ace or something. It was so nice. Like, and he was just one of the other runners who, yep. who had, change. I
0: bet that burger tasted amazing. It
1: was really (laughs) good. Yeah and I did I felt I felt quite emotional at the finish and really just think it was a huge sense of achievement. You know for me it was you know up there with with, you know kind of in terms of what I felt like I'd have achieved running wise. Yeah. Um, You know it wasn't my fastest Um, you know most people are just out there to enjoy the event and you've got a handful of people that are out there to win. Yeah. The rest of us just just out there enjoying the moment. Yeah.
0: Yeah yeah oh that's very cool <laughs> and the very next day you're back at home walking the dog <laughs> I was I think <laughs> There must have been a kind of a quick pack up
1: and yeah fly and... so that was Monday I flew home Tuesday I yep. think yep. yeah 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 so my family had gone home Sunday afternoon yeah and what I haven't said is that um, I'd said to my son, um, William, because he likes running. He does a lot of rock climbing. Yeah. Um, and at that point, he was running about 10K twice a week. But yeah. um, he's light and he just springs up hills. Yeah. And I said, oh, you know, you should do a stage. And they're quite expensive. So mm-hmm. each stage was about $200. I think yeah. the whole event was about 1000 yeah. And I said, oh, yeah, I'll pay for you to do a stage if you want to. So he came along to the race briefing with me Friday night and volunteered Yep. Um, just sort of spontaneously said, oh, hey, do you need a hand? So he volunteered at the one aid station that they had on the Friday night run. And then he ran the Saturday 42K. Um, I only saw him at the start. So I think we said I took eight hours, 11. He took about five hours, I don't know, 15, yeah. I think. And he ran with the leading female and another guy for quite a while. And he mm-hmm. said he was actually feeling really, really good. And he said they awesome. said to him, you know, you should just go. And... Yeah. Um, and he loved it. He had no idea where he was until he sort of got to somewhere. And they said, oh, you're fourth. And he thought, oh, I wonder if I can do a little bit better than this. And so he ended up coming second, wow. which was a massive achievement. So he's yeah. been doing a lot more running since. <laughs> it's inspiring. And, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's just entered BTU, um, the Brisbane Trail oh, Opera. So that's going to be. What, what distance is he doing? doing? The 60. I'm doing the 60. Oh, are you? Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, that's really good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So there you go. That's a big leap, I think, into, um, you know, into ultra um, world. But um, it was really nice to see him just have fun and Mm. do so well. And then, like I said, on Sunday, he came out and met me too. So that was good.
0: Yeah, Yeah.
1: that's really
0: good. And so um, also six days later, you did a, a 28K run and only three weeks later you did the Adelaide 120. So you must have been able to... Recover quite well from this
1: stage race. Um, <laughs> in terms of the the run at eight hundred, I would say I wasn't recovered. Okay. Um, and and I think that showed. So yeah. you know, I I ran that in about I think I was just over fifteen hours. Actually, hundred it wasn't 100, it was 118, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. No, no, yeah, no I'm not greeting yeah, you yeah. Just, you know, for the sake of the event. Yes. <laughs> um, it's always approximate, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it seems and good. I had run that course once before. We did it last year just just for fun, yes, to see what yes. it was like. Um, we, um, I did that with Sandy Looker and Dave Marriott last mm. year. Uh, so, And we actually ran together the whole way this time, but I was really struggling. I should have been able to run the flats, and I couldn't. Yep. And yep. that's when I thought, you know, I haven't really recovered. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
0: Um, but when you're up there, to be able to get up and run the next day, like how do you get your body ready when it's already exhausted? Uh,
1: well, the hotel had a pool, yeah. which was really handy, so uh, not the Friday night, the Friday night I pretty much just had a shower and I went yeah, to bed, yeah. Yeah. again probably what, one of the reasons why I didn't feel so good on Saturday, I think, I think it was probably just a whole combination of things, mm-hmm. um, but after the Saturday, Sunday and Monday race, so the three day stages, uh, I went back to the hotel and popped my bathers on and just stood in the pool. Um, yeah. It was cold you're in Alice Springs, but they don't heat the pool. and yeah. It was really chilly, but it worked well for recovery. Yeah. So I would stand. Um, I was kind of aiming for the waist. I probably only just got to the hips. <laughs> I know you meant to have your pelvis in the water. Yeah, but, um, yeah. And there were other people that were doing the same thing, and that was nice. Yeah. So, there was a spa. I didn't go in that because I thought the heat wouldn't be so great. No, um, if it's getting hot during the day. Yeah want to keep things down Um, yeah and and it was interesting though hearing what other people were doing for recovery because the two women that I met from Brisbane on the Saturday one of them had some sort of contact with the Brisbane Lions footy club like a friend and so they'd actually taken up compression um, like compression pants. So, you know, the ones that, that, that yeah, go yeah, right yeah. from your feet right yeah, up yeah, to your yeah. waist. <laughs> and so, each day after the stage, they would go back to their hotel room and take turns in these compression pants just yeah. to, help, to help with their venous return and their recovery. So, <laughs> wow. people, and, and that wasn't that unusual. Okay. Yeah. So, it was like a hardcore kind of group of people who obviously do a lot of ultra running and, um, and I guess perhaps plan their recovery a little bit more mm. than I do.
0: Did there seem to be mid-packer kind of people doing it as well or were they all quite very
1: I think I, I was very mid-packer in this. Oh, okay, okay, uh, so no. So, oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. Um, yeah, look, there were pe- you couldn't hike the whole thing and finish in cut-off time. Mm. Um, I do remember on the Saturday getting, uh, I must have gone through, there was probably only a couple of aid stations, maybe three, mm. and, I, and going through the third one, and the volunteer there said to me, "Oh, you should be fine with cutoff." And I just thought, you know, I've never been concerned about cutoff yeah. before. And I thought, wow, okay, this is this is kind so of. So, do you remember different. what
0: any of the cutoffs were for this? Like, you know, for the marathon. Do you remember what it was? Because that was your worst day. So, because you didn't feel that, good. Yeah, um, yeah.
1: So I, I think it might have been ten hours. Okay. I think. Yeah, I reckon
0: it yeah. was ten. All right, so you still had almost two hours up your sleeve. Yeah, I mean, yeah.
1: it was okay, but it was, you know, you certainly couldn't have hyped it. Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. maybe don't quote me on that 10 hours. But <laughs> well, I think it was about 10 hours. Yeah. Um, but there were, look, I think I ended up finishing probably kind of mid-pack. I think even though I had that bad day on the Saturday, I did have a look at where I was in terms okay. of women running. And I think I was, I was like, Twelfth, thirteenth, or fourteenth, female, pretty much yeah. every time. So I yeah. think I wasn't the only person who had a bad day on Saturday. Yeah. There was a guy <laughs> who stayed in the Newcastle and he was lovely. He was, I think, he was from Victoria as well. Carl, his name was, and um, and he did stand out. He, um, he, he, you know, he was awesome. He was really, really lively, like huge personality, and he'd tell these stories. Like he, um, I think they've, you know. He, he, they locked the kitchen at the youth hostel, so his yeah. food was in the kitchen, oh, no. so he couldn't get his breakfast. And I think that happened twice. And so <laughs> people were giving him food wow. as well, so that he had food. So you know, you don't have to stay at the you know there is a race hub hotel. You don't have to stay there. You can yeah. stay anywhere in Alice Springs, but you do have to get yourself to the hotel to get the buses. Yep. Yeah. The only the only stage that starts in Alice Springs is the Friday night. Yeah. So basically, what they do is they bus you from the from Alice Springs out to various points on the hour trail and you're going further each day. Yeah. So the bus trip the first day is kind of, I don't know, half an hour or yeah. so, and then, you know, on the last day it's more than an hour. Um, so, mm. and, and the buses did t- tend to take a few wrong turns. Um, okay. And, because, uh, you know, the race organisers live in Melbourne... Bus uh, drivers are in Alice springs. Yeah. Um, it all worked out okay. And and there's again, there's no mobile phone coverage. Oh so goodness. you're just relying on someone on the bus saying to the bus driver, Hey, I think you missed the turn off. Yep. So and God, I've even had that out.
0: happen in Kaipo Forest. I've had to yell out, it's right, not left. Yeah. So you know I reckon I was on that bus. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> that was funny. I remember once the bus driver ran over a letterbox trying to went down a little laneway at Mount oh Compass when when <laughs> he picked up the people there and then pretty sure he ran over <coughs> someone's letterbox.
0: So if it's if it's via bus, Alex, my son is here. If you've heard the sound effects of the games in the background, can you go eat chips in your room? They're a little bit crunchy, noisy. Thank you. (laughs) 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 Um, Sorry, what was I saying?
1: um, If we we go by bus, yeah.
0: So when you finish, are you then standing around waiting for? All the other runners to come in. They have a number of
1: buses. Oh, okay. So okay. they tell you when the first bus goes, uh, and then in fact it was funny because on the Saturday where I think the race, the person who finished the fastest was just over five hours. Yeah. The race briefing said that the first bus will leave five hours after the start. Okay. So, so there would have been no one on that bus. No one. I presume the bus didn't go. <laughs> uh, so they have big buses and essentially they just go backwards and forwards. forwards yeah. So that was really well done. I um. I only had to get the bus on stage four because I was picked up on the on the stage by one, two, 3 by family yeah, who yeah, had yeah. a hire car, and then they had gone home by stage yeah, four. Yeah. So, yeah, um, but that all worked really well. Yeah. Um, although you had to be, you know, in the morning you've got to be at the race hotel at like 5.30 or 6am, depending on when the bus is leaving. Cool. And they say the bus goes promptly. You know, they don't wait for you. You've all got a wristband. So yep. if you book the bus, you get a wristband. You show them your wristband. There's one for long course, one for short yep. course because you've got a diff- different start, but the same finish. Yeah. And on your hop. Snooze, you lose. So you snooze, you lose. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. A long way to that, run. Yeah. Yeah, it would be. Oh,
0: yeah. Wow. Well, what? It, so you, yeah, you said it would be something that should be on people's yeah. Bucket list. Yep. So, what's your kind of top reasons why? If you kind of take those four <sighs> stages, they're all very different, and kind of package it into one experience.
1: Oh, I think, firstly, there's a few things I would yeah. say. Firstly, it is the scenery, and you know, the scenery is beautiful and it's just so different. And you've got all that that red earth and those red hills and the, the touch of, you know, kind of dirty green plants, yeah. and that that is beautiful and then you have the climbs which are wickedly tough but but you feel really good when you've done it, so it I think that's that part of why there's the tears
0: like yeah it, i think it's so. getting through it and it is having that it's something you carry within yourself after that yeah, yeah. In a
1: huge sense of achievement yeah and and like i said before there's just something really special about the land out there and it is remote and it is rugged and um, it can be cruel, okay. but uh, it's really hard to put your finger on why it feels so special. Yeah. But there is yeah. something about it that is really, you know, almost magical, even though yeah. um, it's really hard.. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I think there's just the, the concept of a stage race. So I've mm. never done a stage race before. Mm. Um, you know, sometimes you, you you know, you do a run and you chat to people at the finish, but then you go home and you might, you might see them again. You might never see them again. Whereas, um, I think just the the way they run the event, so you can participate in lots of outside of run activities if you want to. So they organize a dinner every night. They're pretty low cost, you know, yeah. kind of thirty forty dollars. And one night it's at the hotel, and one night it's at the golf course, and, and it's all it's all just kind of long tables, buffet. Everybody wants to eat fast <laughs> and get out of there. Yeah. And a surprising amount yeah. of beer. Yeah. And why is actually right given that you've got to get up the next day and do it again, but people do. Yeah. And um, it was I think just that sense of community and that we are all in this together and yeah. uh, that's that that and I think just the magical country are the you know, probably the major highlights of it all. Yeah. yeah. Um, and i think yeah, just staying somewhere rather than going home so you're all together yeah um, it's a bit like school camp yeah hours, yes. <laughs> <you know? laughs> but more fun
0: yeah oh that sounds really good um yeah i think that was all that i have and we need to be heading off to run club in
1: a minute we do yeah, we do I, okay. I haven't been for weeks so this is exciting <laughs> i um i actually ran Another ultra on Sunday, so I don't know how the legs are going to go. Obviously. Oh, did you? Yeah. What was that one? Oh, I ran um World's End. Oh, on yes. Ben Hocking's yes. ultra hard series. Of so
0: See, I told you a... I haven't done my
1: homework. Probably yeah. for this one. <laughs> so that was actually rolled over from last year as well. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and that was awesome. So yeah. that was um, oh, what was that fifty? Well, the event's called fifty-four. <laughs> I ran fifty-six yeah. um, K okay, along the Heyst and Trail, either side of Barra. So. Yeah big hills quite different sort of hills so obviously you know grassy hills mm-hmm. similar to what you get if you run um sort of the beginning of the high Trail down mm. at um cape jervis and uh yeah but it was it was beautiful it's a little sneaky tour through borough in the middle of it which is really cool yeah yeah so yes, yeah, so about the middle of nowhere and then you're in a little town and then you're out in the middle of nowhere again but
0: yeah cool and that's not really
1: yeah so you just dominoing them this year i <laughs> know i just kind of jumped from event to event <laughs> not all that well planned probably not <laughs> recommended but no, anyway. yeah. it's all just a
0: bit of fun it is just fun thank you for your time today like always i'll put links in like i said lucy bartholomew's um video as well as links to podcasts we've done before and all that stuff and uh yeah it's really great having you back on thanks and yeah. like i said living through you Oh, thank you. Yep. I, hope I was able to share
1: enough. It's, it's tricky when you've done an event. It, you know, it's not mm. that long ago, but it's two months ago. And I guess yeah, I've yeah, done Run yeah. Adelaide 100 and done World's End since then. Yeah, we just have to think, oh, what was so PCP special people about it. But trying to coordinate yeah. and then
0: I got sick and then,
1: yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> so. highly, put it on your bucket list. If you like hills and you like yeah. rocks and you like an adventure and a sense yeah. of community, it's the way to go. Well,
0: thanks for sharing. And happy trails, everyone. Now, this podcast is not sponsored, so it's usually ad-free but I'm just going to give a quick plug on behalf of myself. I absolutely love seeing people find their self confidence in this sport. And so I have set up to be a running coach for beginners and intermediates. So whether you want to become a runner or switch to trails or complete a distance, you've never done before, I will help you take that next step, which is why I've called it stepping stone coaching. I'll only take on a few people so that I can give you lots of attention. Click on the link in the episode description to find out more. Thanks for the listen, and if you have any podcast topic requests, feel free to send me a message. My Facebook link is in the description as well. Happy trails!